0: Welcome to the dark side. This This is the dark side of the moon right here. This is the dark side of the moon. This is the Under the Ropes podcast. This is, I believe, the fourth episode we are doing of this. It is your pals, Mario and Brian. Mario, what's up? (sighs) Feeling pretty good. I think it's time to do... Under the Ropes is, is a good timing. Yeah, things are a little freer. In case you're not familiar... We have the original Highfalutin Ski Bump podcast. We've kind of trimmed that down. We've kind of leaned it out. That's just just the ski stuff. We're keeping Me it yeah. kind of focused. Yeah. Very focused. While this one, another extra drink or two, we tend to meander a bit. This is where you get to know us like deep down and personal. We've talked about it before. This new version of the podcast, <laughs> the regular one that's kind of like you're there with your family at the mountain you're skiing you're talking on the gondola you're talking in the lifts this one this is you've you went to apre you went to the hot tub you went out you're hanging with your buddies you're having you're about at least you're in your third drink by this point you can get a little darker a little little seedier but they're still fun it's still lighthearted. hearted it's still your pals Thank you so much for checking it out. Check us out. skibumpodcast.com. Follow us on the socials. Everything is the same. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, untapped at ski Podcast. Send us an email, ski podcast at gmail.com. And please go to your favorite podcasting apps. Rate us. Subscribe. Five stars. Do what you got to do. If you need stickers, hit us up. Ski podcast at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. That's the best way to do it. First off, We have to thank our sponsors, Valon. They are makers of sunglasses and goggles for skiers. They have a classic style, maximum performance. They are originally out of Verbier, Switzerland, born out of love of ski touring. They're independent and family owned, reasonably priced. And one of the cool things about them is they, for every sale, they clean up one kilogram of plastic waste. So far, they've cleared up over 54,000 pounds of plastic waste. Wow. They have a really cool store. Check it out at Valon, dot store. They have free shipping to the U.S., express shipping available. And if you put in Ski Bum 15 at checkout, you will get 15% off. Nice. Also, our other sponsor, our friends at Terracia, Terracia.com. T-E-R-R-A-C-E-A, premium cold weather solutions. They are East Coast, New Hampshire, local, small business. But they're putting out awesome, best-in-class apparel that can be worn in any cold temperature environment, designed with thoughtful features and fit, optimum level of performance, whatever you're doing. Look good, high-quality if you go to their website, terasea.com, T-E-R-R-A-C-E-A.com and use Terasea Bum, I'm not spelling it again. I spelled it twice already. You figure it out. R-R-A-C-E-A-B-U-M. Terracea Bum. 15% off. Mario, you were rocking the beacon jacket. Due to the what did boot, you think of it? Jacket? It was freaking awesome. Fit great. Kept me nice and warm because it was pretty cold where I was skiing. We're in in Ober and at Ober Gatlinburg. It was pretty chilly, and uh, I was nice and warm. That jacket kept me toasty, and it has a lot of pockets in it. So actually, form and function uh, worked really well. I actually enjoyed wearing it, and I did post a lot of posts on Instagram with the with the Teresia bum to let people know that they can also get it. A similar jacket that I'm wearing for you were hammer at home. You were every post, it was there. Teresia, boom, boom. Because I was so happy wearing it, it was great. Because it was cold. it was cold as hell. I thought it was going to be like warm, and I was like, yeah, yeah. that came. I handy. have, I have the shell. I don't know if you saw the picture I posted. That's pretty sweet. So I had yeah. the shell because I am, I'm just a a ball of heat. I'm like a, I'm like a star. I just radiate heat, like tremendous amounts of heat, always. So I got the shell, and I went skiing last Friday. And a shout out to the boys that I hung out with that day: Rob, yeah. Scooter, and Kendall. It was awesome skiing with you guys and meeting you in person. Thank you again for listening. That's right? We'll call them PA boys, man. Those guys can rip. They, they, and they have the system down because they had the perfect parking spot. They had the chairs. Oh. They had the food. They had the beers. Like these guys oh. are. Legit. Ready go. These guys, they're prepared. And I was actually showing off the jacket and, uh, you know, had some people perhaps interested in, in buying something, looking for new gear. And they were impressed too. I mean, it's, you know, it's a high quality jacket. It's a good price. Again, the pockets, I loved the locations. It was supposed to be a warm day. It turned out to be frigid. And I should have worn a different underlayer, but I had that shell on. But that shell kept me warm, comfortable, and I got a small, I got a medium. And I was kind of between sizes, but I liked the the tighter fit, but it didn't feel tight. It just, it felt right. It felt snug. Really was impressed. And I, you know, I've worn big name brands, you know, the big bird skeleton company, the something face company, the fancy climbing, something with the mammoth, animal, like, you know, yeah. all the fancy brands. They're great. But you know what? teresia for the price for the quality it's right there with them so yeah. check them out teresia.com teresia bum 15 percent off thank you for the for sponsoring us for making awesome products and thank you all for listening we really do appreciate it now mario let's kick it off the way we always do it's time for operate today So I'm rocking today out of the nice, fancy decanter that I talked about on one of our previous podcasts. Here it is, the Waterford decanter. Waterford. See, yeah. this, we were just talking about Teresia Bum and Ski Bum 15. Yeah. This is highfalutin right here. That was uh, the pre pre-wedding gift my wife and I gave to each other. We gave each other... A decanter set with glasses. So I'm not drinking out of the glass because the glasses are nice, but they're too small. I'm kind of a <laughs> I'm stuck in here for a while, so I like to have a, a bigger pour. Um, but yeah, this is it's it's really cold decanter. So I put the stuff in there. Now the thing is, when you put when you put something in the decanter, you don't remember what it is. Like you got to remember, but you don't have the bottle unless you save the bottle, and then it's weird. It's like why do you have an empty bottle? On your bar. It's right? Virginia Gentleman bourbon. You can it's tell so anybody good. that it's like uh Frank Sinatra, Jack Daniels. Who's going whatever that? it's what it's none of goddamn business. <laughs> so I got this whole set from Costco and it was Old Forester. And they had like the um there's two there's like three of them in there, and one of them is the one I'm drinking now. It's the old forester nineteen twenty prohibition style uh bourbon. So um it is pretty damn good. So it's Louisville's famed, uh, it's, it's from Louisville's famed whiskey row. Um, and old Forester was producing it as a medicinal whiskey. Uh, ah. and that's through permits. So what happened is with the Volstead act, you know, it, uh, initiated prohibition. USA uh, granted permits to six distilleries in Kentucky to continue to bottle bourbon for medicinal purposes. So this is one of the ones that they continue to do. So this is this is medicine, really. I'm taking this as kind of medicine, I uh, I think. But uh, next no. day you're at work, you're like, I got to go and take, my doctor prescribed me this. I got to take my <laughs> dose. They're like, it's 9.30 in the morning. It's like, I know, that's what he says. After breakfast, I got to take a dose. I, I got to do it. Medicinal. So um, I'm trying to think. This is 110. Is this 100? Well, if it's medicinal, it's got to kill whatever's in you. So let's just say 110 I, proof sounds about right. I think it's 110 proof. Um, might be a little bit. Wait. It is 115 proof. Wow. So, yeah. So this is a uh, nice pour. This is uh, the the good night pour. <laughs> yeah. So that's a bourbon you said, right? this is i don't know if they consider this a whiskey it is a it's a straight kentucky straight bourbon whiskey okay so i guess it's a bourbon but then it's a whiskey well well, every bourbon is a whiskey but not every whiskey is a bourbon because whiskey can be scotch it could be Uh, like a jack daniels can be a bourbon irish whiskey those are all whiskeys Huh. But it's damn good. I guess to be fifty-one percent corn mash. I think that's what it is. Mm. At least fifty-one percent corn mash and cannot have anything added after it's in the barrel. So Jack Daniels goes through a vanilla charcoal filter mm-hmm. after it comes out the barrel, thus it cannot be bourbon. Also Bourbon must be aged in unused charred oak barrels. Mm-hmm. So that's the requirements for bourbon. That's pretty cool. Have you 100%. ever tried the Old for it? reminds me a little bit of Angel's Envy. Mm. It's really good. So if you see it in Costco, if you're in there, I know they have the set. So whatever. Ta- just keep an eye out. Head on yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. You earned it. You survived 2020 that's right treat you, ever yourself. That, you ever see that uh, the uh, parks and rec with the treat yourself mm. i never watched that show treat yourself they have a whole day where they go and they, they treat themselves at a mall where they have massages and all it's <laughs> funny as hell hilarious what you got going there so i was just talking about my wonderful ski day last week at elk mountain in pennsylvania and you're hanging out with uh those gentlemen from pennsylvania there And uh, the one gentleman, Tech Rob, on Twitter, Tech underscore Rob. Follow him. He's hilarious and also has a a great blog that he posts, Skiing With No Filter. He is a true gentleman. Not only did he bring me a South Philly hoagie for lunch, he also gave me a bunch of beers. Nice. Samuel Adams Alpine Lager. I'm a sucker for any Sam seasonal. Oktoberfest. You give me a spring, whatever they have their weird spring beer. Yeah, the, summer, the summer and the winter, they always have. Any Sam Adams seasonal. I'm like, I got to try it. Big fan. Yeah. Now this one, it's brisk and smooth. And I will tell you, this is a perfect ski beer. It tastes like a lager, you know? So if you're into like a Budweiser, but want something fancier, a little more refined, perfect beer. A little bit of citrus. It's one of those beers too. When it's really, really cold, it tastes so much better. Uh. and I got it in my frosty mug right now. It's just a nice, classic, simple lager. I mean, it's delicious. It just, it's, it's get perfect for an après ski beer, especially when you're outside. And uh, you know, Sam Adams, you, you, you can't go wrong with them. We take them for granted. I know I do because you're just so used to like. Uh, Sam Adams, you know, they're everywhere. They make five million beers now. But uh we, you know, our our friends from Untapped, John and Harrison, we talked to them. I was listening to one of their podcasts over the summer when I was mowing my lawn, and they were revisiting some of those, you know, classic beers that we've all taken for granted now, like Sierra Nevada and Sam Adams wow. Boston Lager. Beers that were revolutionary when they came out, but have now kind of become it's kind of mainstream now. Cafe, right? ordinary. Nothing fancy. Because again, you go to any blog now, any beer craft beer blog, it's like, this guy makes three barrels of this beer in his backyard, in yeah. the middle of nowhere, and it's the greatest IPA on the planet. And it's the same new weird story every year. Some other guy yep. in the middle of nowhere makes two barrels of this beer, and it's the best thing ever. It's the right. white whale that you can never get. So I'm like, why do I even care if I'm and never going to taste it? it? I okay, wait for him. We'll tell you. Before I had kids, I was the asshole trying to find that beer. I'd be like, "Oh my god, I can't drink this! I gotta go find this fancy new weird beer." We used to argue on the show. If you go back in the annals, we we used to have the the discussions about, well, why do you hate the you know why why aren't you on the mainstream beers? Like they're mainstream beers for a reason, right? They're mainstream because they work. That's it. Right. People like them, and you and know they what? Serve a lot of people. At that time, I had way too much time on my hands so I could be this wandering jerk off trying to find this exclusive, strange, weird beer and thinking it was going to make me this exotic, extreme, wonderfully amazing person. And you know what? It all comes out as piss anyway. So, you know it's what? You drink just a beer. You drink the fancy beer. You drink the San Adams. It's still going to end up being piss. Just remember that, people. Exactly. Remember exactly. that. But. You should enjoy what you drink. I'm not going to say just drink anything because. Oh yeah, and just because they, you know there's more production of one versus another doesn't mean it's better or you're going to enjoy it less, right? You got to exactly. whatever you enjoy, you enjoy, right? If you enjoy that three barrel produced in somebody's if you have garage time to go find it, God bless it, it might that. be and it might be great. You know, I might love it too, but if I can't get it, I'm going to drink something that I like at the time. I'm not going to stay up late at night worrying about it. Exactly. Still so, going to drink a beer. <laughs> one thing that cracks me up still though is that you know like the all the independent beer labels they're putting that little label on there. Yeah. Technically Sam Adams is still an independent craft beer maker. How is yeah. that possible? They're like so if Sam they're Adams is a craft and they're independent, they're not owned by a huge conglomerate, right? Yeah, but they're a they're a publicly traded company. Like you can go buy Sam Adams stock. So what? What? What's a dependent beer company then? Like, what's the difference now? Like, are we just like splitting hairs? Like, just making shit up? Like, oh, I'm independent. I'm not independent. The what whole problem there's like four beer companies that own all the other labels, except for if you're your own independent. Like, seriously, like there's. I remember way back. I did a, like in college, I wrote a paper about like the, I think it was Philip Morris and I was like amazed, you know, the whole Miller they own and they own all this other stuff. I was like, wow, I didn't realize it was connected. And then I started following stuff and seeing where they were connected at apparent parent companies and little companies. And if you look at beer now, like I, I wikied beer it was probably a few months ago. And I was like, holy crap, there's like four companies that own all the beer, almost all the beer like 90% of the beer that's drank 90 you probably more than that that's drank and then you get like Sam Adams is still its own little you know they're bigger but they're on their own so all the all these big companies just eating eating up all the other beer companies it's just insane like and when you look at it you're like holy crap i didn't know that was owned by this other company you know this other like InBev or um what are what a Molson cores. Like there's, it's like four of them, four or five of them. It yeah, yeah, is another big one. But what constitutes as being like, I mean, we're all beholden independent. To somebody independent from what exactly? Well, they're, what they're their own company, even though they're public, right? They're not owned by a parent company. So, like inbev owns like a whole ton of brands, so if you look at them, they're not independent because they're they have a a parent holding company or a parent company, right, okay. whereas Sam Adams is just sam adams nobody's they're not treeing up to anybody answering to anybody else just their stockholders yeah, I don't know if that's what constitutes them. I don't know that label what they what they go on, whatever criteria, but I don't that's almost meet what's it. weird to me you know that's that's why i don't I just don't get. But I mean, I I see where you're coming from, and I guess yeah, there's there isn't some massive company that's kind of holding them, controlling them, multiple brands. Well, in Sam Adams, there's been the conversation about how are they a craft brewer, right? And I guess it's the technique and the process they still use is still their craft way they do it. But everybody associates craft beer with a small producer. Well, right? Yeah, that might be the case in in most circumstances, Mm -hmm. but if they meet the criteria and they produce a shit ton of it, why wouldn't they still be a craft producer, right? I don't know. I guess, yeah. Hey, I all I know is if it tastes good, I'll buy it again. <laughs> That's the moral of the story, right? The only rub I have with Sam is when they came out with their summer seasonal the first year or two, it was great. And then they changed the recipe and it turned me off. I don't like it. Unless I change, but I think they changed the recipe. Well, also, too, the Oktoberfest, it comes out way too early. <laughs> like April? Yeah, it's going to come July. Out. Like, just stop <laughs> it. Stop it. It's like 95 degrees. You're at the beach. You do not want an Oktoberfest. No, it how comes it out this year for next year already. <laughs> That's what it's going to get to. Everything's going to come out so early. It's like Valentine's no, Day. This is it's the 2022. Fair. It's 2021. Nope. We're already on to next year. Yeah year head, you think it's ridiculous but that's just how things work right now hey i somebody i see people with the christmas trees still up we're, we're talking almost end of january i took mine down i think it was sunday so i can't talk <laughs> <laughs> saying, you know i guess end of january people give themselves to to take it down which i get you know oh you got lights up and it's weather and you're like but I don't know. I don't know when I took mine down the day after Christmas, Oof. right out to the curb. I'm like, it's I, funny. I a lot of those people. You're one of those people. I got you. We were going away and my wife's asking me, what do we want to do with this? I'm like, if you want to take all the stuff out, I'm taking the tree out now. I'm not going to look at a naked tree. Like if you're undecorating it, it's out. <laughs> so that's my rule. If you want to keep it decorated, I'll leave it up for a few weeks. You're going to go through the trouble. I'm not going to sit there. I mean, my whole living room was rearranged to put the tree in, you know? So, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I mean, I hey, day after Thanksgiving, I'm not still walking around trying to get a turkey. <laughs> we I actually don't. made a turkey two weeks ago. Our turkey from Thanksgiving that we had. Oh, uh, like You know what I mean? Thanksgiving, first weekend in uh, January. What I miss is when I was living up in, in Jersey, the uh shop ride I would go to gave you the free turkey for spending X amount of money. They don't that's do that down got, here. Yeah, we got the free turkey and we just froze it up because we went to go fucking get COVID on our Thanksgiving. So we oh, left nice. we froze our turkey and then we made it the first weekend in January. So that's like a COVID co uh, a a COVID duckin. Like you put the turkey and the a co a co turkey. but I miss that. I used to like bank on getting a free Turkey. And now I'm like, damn it. I could spend as much as I want. I'm not getting a free damn Turkey. And it's the, it's the principle of getting it free. I know I paid extra for it. I know they already got me, but it seems like I'm getting it free. Right. It's poor goddamn turkeys, man. Friggin' Holocaust for them. Think about that. You know, it's just getting mass slaughtered in October, November, just so these fat bastards can get a free one of them for buying, you know, 20 pounds of Cheetos. Yeah, exactly. How long do they keep a turkey like frozen though? Because they deep freeze those bad boys. Like when yeah. you get them, you got to thaw them out for like five days. Like that thing's frozen, frozen. Like. Oh yeah. Like the shining frozen. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> I think we got ours fresh and then we froze it afterwards. Oh, okay. I want to so current, a... A currently murdered. Bird. Was it still warm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Full of feathers and blood were coming oh, out of it. Oh my God. Can you imagine somebody, you know, somebody's out there is like, I only take it. It's got to be at least a little warm. (laughs) Dude, think about if like aliens came down and did that to us. Like they just like killed us. They fattened us up, killed us, took all of our organs, put them in a little bag, ripped all of our insides (laughs) out, shoved the organs back into our body, and then sold out. They shove them in your your insides. Your butt. They rip all your organs out, put them in a bag with a little tiny little knot. Most people just throw out and they shove it up your butt you know what seeing what we've done to turkeys i think we deserve it probably deserve just it just say we probably deserve it probably deserve it but there's no aliens thank goodness so we're we're safe 2022 that's when the aliens are coming or at least they haven't told us they're aliens <clears throat> they haven't <throat> they haven't let it out yeah. go to area 51 people are still thinking they're covering stuff up perhaps we are all aliens we don't know Remember this year they were talking before COVID, they were talking about that whole they were going to storm Area 51. And I was that's like, right. We talked about that, right? I was like, That's going to be a bloodbath. You know, they're going to shoot you when you, I mean, it's a military base. Like, you can't, a top secret military base, you're going to storm. Like, good luck. But that's going to be, that's going to end badly. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you storm a military base, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> Whew, we really kind of sidetracked all over. Yeah. Turkey Holocaust and call him as we see him. I'm here with Stormy. There's Stormy. Oh, the one and only, the fluff. He's so sleepy. So, you actually didn't get into this on the original podcast. After you left Ober Gatlinburg, you had to go and fly from Tennessee to Wichita, Kansas to get Stormy. I did. And it was well worth it because he is the best little guy ever. Um, so I had to fly from, so I was up from 3am. I got home at midnight. Um, after all, like four flights and a few hours of waiting in the airport and picking him up. Uh, you flew from Knoxville to where? Yeah. So over Gatlinburg, I think the closest, it was about an hour. Um, There is a closer airport, but it's tiny. So if you want a major commercial flight, you fly into um, Knoxville, rent a car and drive. So I had to drive from over, over Gatlinburg to Knoxville and then flew from Knoxville, Houston, Houston to Wichita, picked up my little puppy, Stormy, and then used to be, was his original name was Gus. I gotta say that's a fucking great name. That's a great dog name. I, I, will, I wanted to keep it, but, and we've talked about it. Like, my my stepson named him Stormy, girl or guy Stormy. I was like, yeah, but Gus is like a fucking trucker name. Like, and that's Gus. It could be short for Gustav. Ah, Gustav would be a great Gustav is a good dog name. All right. It's if still a early. German shepherd named Gustav. Oh, my God. Who's going to mess with that dog? With that face, I think a go- he could be a Gustav, yeah. but like a psychologist Gustav, not like a brawler Gustav, right? Like a skinhead neo-Nazi Gustav, like an intellectual yeah. Gustav. Yeah. Now, now it doesn't sound too attractive. Now I've, I've ruined it. Now I've ruined it. <laughs> but anyway, so flew into Wichita and then picked him up and then had to fly American Airlines. Get a props out to you guys because you take dogs that are at least eight weeks. Where. Other airlines were America. 16 weeks and American. 10 weeks now, American. How are the airlines actually going to look for the dogs, like birth certificate? Like, how are they going to know? Because I have no idea what an eight week old dog looks like versus a 16 week dog. So I show up at the airport. I actually, I actually bought a ticket coming home on American first class. So I'm like, you know, I'm nice not fucking you. around. But the difference was you like. Buy a first class seat for your dog also it did i did so it was like 200 dollars difference i'm like you know what i'm worth the two bu- 200 bucks and this little baby's worth 200 bucks so goddamn i right you are i pay for the goddamn upgrade right so i show up and the guy's looking at me i'm wearing like my highfalutin ski bum sweatshirt and the hat and i'm just kind of all like it's a hoodie too because the hoodie they're like oh i'm gonna shoot you whatever and i got a fucking dog car. he's like this asshole wants to bring on the dog, right? So <laughs> I get in line and there's nobody in the fucking airport, but he still gives me an attitude. Show up. Just Wichita? Like, yeah, Wichita. So then he looks at get the t- yourself, Wichita. Yeah, so he looks at the tech. He's like, oh, oh, you're in first class. I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. I didn't say <laughs> yeah, motherfucker, but I'm thinking, yeah, motherfucker, right? Really know who I am, bro. You know what? You motherfucker! You didn't even pay attention to me. You helped somebody before me, so because I'm I'm courteous. I'm podcaster, how the hell do you make me <laughs> wait? That, do you know what? Do you hear my voice? <laughs> do you recognize my voice? So, you know, he's like, oh. So I'm like, do you need the papers? He's like, oh, he's like, oh, you have a pet? Like, what the fuck, man! This is the I reason I got my I- lunch in this carrier. What the hell do you think is in here? No, I came out of security just to get my lunch, right? I, I had to get Subway. What the fuck do you think I got? Wouldn't it so, be funny if a company started doing that, like, selling, like having their to-go containers look like pet carriers? That would be great. Right? You want a dog or a sub? Either way, we got it in there. <laughs> Hot dog company, they could put like... That's their to-go container is a pet carrier. Even better, you have like... Dozens of fucking hot dogs and you walk around selling them on the plane. Hot dogs, yeah. Hot dogs. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're here. here. We're in Sir, international waters, baby. I can do what I want. Sir, we're in the air. We're not in the water. <laughs> How do <laughs> you know? Are you a scientist? Yeah. Who's the captain now? <laughs> we're in the clouds. The clouds are made of water. We're in international waters, baby. Hey, you bitches aren't serving any drinks or food, so I'm I'm letting people buy. There's no air marshals. It's COVID <laughs> time. Commerce, commerce, motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, so he, he like half looks at the paperwork. He's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you have a dog, Point. obviously." But whatever. Obviously, you're not a golfer. I give them. He's like, "Oh, you have the paperwork," and it's like, "I don't remember." I think he said, "No, I don't need to see the paperwork." I'm like, "Okay, Your so I have are all in order, sir." Yeah. So, I can have like a bald eagle in this fucking bag, and you wouldn't even look like an anaconda in there. <laughs> Fuck, fucking there guys. snakes on the <laughs> of a plane. I got a bag of snakes. You don't mind if I take that on and say it's the dog, right? There's snakes on a plane. This is my emotional support bag of snakes. <laughs> my <laughs> emotional support snakes. Yes, they make me feel comfortable that everybody else is going to bit. But I need a whole bag of them, not just one. Who who travels with one? You got to travel with a bag of snakes. Yeah, if you're going to fuck somebody up. Bag of snakes or one snake? One snake is like it's weak, weak sauce. You throw it. What do you do with a snake? You throw you it gotta, at somebody. You got to step your snake game up. But what do you do with snakes? Do you throw it at somebody, or do you let them fall on somebody, or do oh, they you throw them at people? I'm, I'm saying I chuck. Like, <laughs> like rip it at people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like two snakes like a like, a, bam, like them together, up. like a lasso out of them like bam <laughs> some spiders like boom here you go got some spiders in your face and some snakes on you do you gotta do the double whammy spiders and then snakes anyway so it doesn't look at the thing and boom you can go right in so TSA is like alright well whenever you got a dog and they're like, well, can you put the dog carrier through the, through the, the, the scanner? I'm like, I'm not putting in with the dog. And like, no, no, no. So <laughs> they said to me, like, I shouldn't be an idiot. And I responded to them, like, do you think I'm an idiot? So it was kind of funny, right? Like, and, and we all kind of laughed, but it was funny, like, well, you have to put the kennel through. And I'm like, can I take the dog out? <laughs> like, oh, 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 so of course I take the dog out. I'm like, I'm not putting the fucking dog to get radiated. Um, then again, I could have found out a lot of stuff about the dog. So anyway, basically you could put just bags of cocaine in your dog. It's the moral of the story. <laughs> or if, or if have perhaps... bags of cocaine look like a dog. <laughs> 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 and then you could be like, yes, this if, is my pet. He's just sleeping right now. This little a fuzzy fellow sleeping. I got my little cocoa puppy is just hanging out. <laughs> it's not a real puppy. It's a it's a bag of, a bunch of bags of cocaine to make be made look like a uh, puppy. Right? You can do that. <laughs> We're giving people all kinds of ideas. Can you make hair out of cocaine? Because you can make all the fluffy hair, even cocaine. What like cotton candy? Like isn't cotton candy just sugar? That somehow they've made yeah. to be like hair like and cotton candy like. Dude, I've seen cakes that look like an actual dog, right? Right. So why not cakes made out of cocaine paste into a dog that you hold saying, this is my pet? But what I want to know is why <laughs> can't they make co-cotton candy? <laughs> co-cotton? They should. Like cocaine cotton candy? So do you make the cotton candy and then sprinkle cocaine like Flakes on it. Well, I think, you know, you want to put it, like, in the mixture that you use for making the cotton candy. That'd be good. Or you just, like, sprinkle it on. But, like, just make sure you get the big bits of cocaine in it, kids. You know? I'm just surprised. I, You know this whole, like, controversy with the Pillow guy? Like, he's, like, oh, super right wing and whatever and stuff? I didn't want to hear it. Why... I'm surprised, considering how fat this goddamn country is, why aren't there, like, cotton candy pillows at this point? It's like, I can't go to sleep on an empty stomach. You just, like, start, <laughs> it's like chewing. Did you do, oh, Did you eat through your pillow yet, little, little Timmy? We'll get you a new pillow next week. Just a cotton candy pillow. Yeah, we could do my cotton candy pillow. <laughs> my cotton candy pillow. HFSB, my cotton candy pillow. Like, the, I'm going to you know, write this down. This could be. I am not a man of science, as you may or may not be able to tell with this insane lunatic rantings I go on every week. But oh yeah, God. why haven't we utilized cotton candy technology for more things? Like, imagine like insulation. cotton candy vitamins, insulation. <laughs> we- I don't want to put spun spun glass. I want to put spun cotton candy, dude. How wonderful! Like when you get cotton candy, the way it just like melts in your mouth and clumps up. Like how cool is that? Like could my you show, like. Yeah. Imagine, like, steroids in, like, cotton candy form. Cotton candy steroids. I believe this is what the German fighter pilots were given back in World <laughs> War II. They didn't know you'd co- get, like, the meth cocaine uh, steroid cocktail in cotton candy form. Come here. Come here, boy. We <laughs> we need to give you some cotton candy. And would these you like it? some cotton candy, Gustav? <laughs> <laughs> here you go. Yeah, Papa. I would love some cotton candy. It's so delicious. Eat it and... Boom. I feel a bit jacked up. <laughs> Wasn't that what Willy Wonka was all about? Come on, guys. <laughs> Dude, Willy Wonka is definitely part of like he was like one of like Joseph Mengele's proteges. There's freaking mushrooms going on with Willy Wonka going on there. Mm. Even better. Psilocybin cotton candy. Dude. Damn, right now. Uh, right. Cotton well, candy well, technology has I not think been it fully every year at fucking Burning Man until now because of COVID. How about East Coast Burning Man at Ober Gatlinburg, Oberman? Oh, Oberman, Oberman. Yeah, I'm like that Tom Oberman, dude. We are. This is like I don't know what it is. If it was the pizza I just ate, I think it's the alcohol that I just drank, or the Out perfect of, Manhattan that was, I'm drinking. Boop. Look at that. Yeah, this is this is definitely the podcast you that want to listen to. could be gasoline in that, in that decanter. It could be. It's 115 proof. What proof is gasoline? I want to see it. <laughs> what proof? I do know. I don't know. If they say it's 115, I want to be like, God damn, I'm drinking gasoline. Gasoline weighs in. What is oh, a proof anyway? Of course, they don't proof it. Dude, it's um, 200 proof. Well, ethanol. Ethanol is 100%. The only kind of alcohol which will mix with gasoline is 100% ethanol. There you go. is 10% by volume. Ethanol. Yes. All right. So ethanol is what we got to worry about, right? Ethanol so- is pure alcohol. Yeah. There definitely is a car that runs on water. We all know this, right? I think we all have cars that run on water because I'm seeing 10% of 100% of ethanol. Well, it's usually what, E85? It's like 15% ethanol. It's usually (laughs) as much as they can get because it gums up the um, fuel injectors, I think, which is why they, they can't run. I mean, I think some cars run on ethanol, but the majority of them can't. Huh see ethanol 10% blah, 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 blah. 80, 85% fuel ethanol by volume Do <clears throat> you know Bacardi 151 was discontinued why what would this happen because kids were dying from drinking it oh they were putting 151 soaked tampons up their assholes they deserve to die I'm just saying we've all done that let's be honest Hey, we're on the podcast where we're on the version of our podcast that I could say that if you're putting vodka soaked tampons up your ass, do you think you should be running a business, managing kids like I'm sorry, that's a that's a big jump. It's not the wisest choice. Let's be honest. I mean, why would you want to do it? Is your life really that terrible that you need to get as hammered as possible as quickly as possible? Maybe you should reevaluate yourself. Think about what makes you happy, and be run towards that light instead of staying in the dark place and and continuing to be this person that you don't want to be. I'm Uh. just trying to. uh, uh, I've done some dumb stuff in my day. I know we've all done some stupid things that we probably regret and wish we never done anything bad. No, this you are you're a model citizen now. But, you know, there's a certain time in one's life where one should be a little bit dumb. Maybe not vodka tampon dumb. Everclear tampon. No one should be that dumb. I think everybody should be meth dumb to not do meth. How about that? It's bad. Meth, meth is not a, not a positive thing either. Never come back from meth. Nobody ever says like, oh, yeah, dabble with meth a little bit. And, you know, I'm better now. <laughs> like, no, there's no trying meth. Crack is the other thing. Like, meth and crack. Yeah. there's no trying you're kind of like whoo and end of your life you're like whoo that was one wild ride i don't know like yeah i gotta tell you back last week when we were at elk mountain again you're in the northern northern north Pennsylvania, <laughs> Pennsylvania well there was this guy in the guy. well he was in the lift you know the top of the lift where they'll you know, the stop and start it if they have to. The <laughs> guy was in the booth, the lifty. The lift. Well, yeah, I mean lifty guy. He was the primary lifty. He lift. was dancing for hours <laughs> in his little booth. He like. He's like, This is a good jam. And like I, I got there a little bit later. I wasn't there till like nine thirty. But the guys I was with, they were like, dude, he's been dancing ever since we've seen him this morning. It was called ecstasy. And then a couple <laughs> hours later, he was grabbing like the shovel and doing the bicep curls. Curling. He's like outside. He's like like looking at people and lifting. He's like, yeah. He's like other arm. He's like lifting. The guy so was that's, awesome. called, that's called ecstasy. He's he's probably just chilling out, hanging out. Be very he's very thirsty gonna, later. He'll be really good. Be a little more intense than that. Wow. Yeah. Because that's... steroids with X? X with fentanyl? Like what... Fentanyl is killing everybody right now. Yeah, you don't want to mess with that. It was probably yeah. like... I think a cocktail of things. Could have been meth. Could have been crack. <laughs> Do you think he shoved up his ass? Perhaps <laughs> he <laughs> had, had that whole... The drug and then doing the drug up the ass. I don't, I don't know. shovel was used to... He uh, <laughs> Did start the shovel? fire. <laughs> Can you imagine like a whole bunch of cocaine just shoved up your ass with a shovel? Like that's like a lot to go. That's like Scarface level of amount to get on the shop. Perhaps shovel. a hippo with cocaine <laughs> on its nose jammed it up your its nose up your ass. I like I like you. I like where you're going with that. That's quite the teaser, right there, isn't it? Yeah, that teaser and then some. That's actually a teaser for a story we have coming up. Why are you listening to this? <laughs> why Why is everyone not listening to this? That's That's one of the questions we have. Yeah, we should have like a normal, we should have a live show where people call in. That'd be great. We could do that for sure. Well, I can tell you one person who's definitely not listening to this right now is good old Alexei Navalny. What? You don't know who Alexei Navalny is? Well, this gentleman is recovering. He's in jail now in Russia. He's in jail now. And why? He's, He's in jail now but he's recovering from the alleged Russian government trying to poison and kill him. Which has been the common theme in Russia, right? They just poison and try to kill people? Well, if, uh, you know, 99% of Russian voters can't be wrong, can they? My wife. If they just keep electing Putin. <laughs> My wife. Unanimously, every single time. Hey, there's no voter fraud in Soviet Union. I mean, we don't call it Soviet. We don't call that anymore in public. We just call it behind the scenes with Putin. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, so this it's gentleman. Free, it's free elections there, right? There's no tampering. There's, there's, like it's freer than here, right? <laughs> <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> but we not. You know what? Everyone is so sick of politics and everything. We're not even bringing that in here. So this gentleman, Alexei Navalny, he just released a video on YouTube showing Putin's palace that is like the secret palace that he is revealing that allegedly is funded with illicit funds by the Russian government. Uh, this property has a cost of one point three seven billion dollars and was paid for quote with the largest bribe in history Mm. the investigation describes the property as 39 times the size of monaco the country the report was released on tuesday two days after navalny flew back from germany and was arrested at the airport He was placed in pretrial detention for 30 days on Monday on a charge of violating probation terms for a suspended sentence for embezzlement that he maintains is politically motivated. A separate case against him was due to start on Wednesday but was postponed. Hmm. The 44-year-old was almost killed in a nerve agent attack last August, which he blamed personally on Mr. Putin. The Kremlin denies involvement. The opposition politician's allegations of security service involvement have however been backed up by reports from investigative journalists so what they're saying is that this piece of land 27 square miles of uh, land surrounding this private residence is owned by the Russian federal security Service. so it's 27 miles which is 39 times the size of Monaco apparently think about how small Monaco is the report describes various details of the property and claims it features a casino, an underground ice hockey complex, and a nice. vineyard. Dude, wouldn't you want to play ice hockey at that place? Hell yeah. I want to drink wine while watching ice hockey and playing at the casino. I think I could beat him at blackjack. You think, think if almost- I beat him at blackjack, I could own that place? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One, Dude, hand. One hand. Beat the house? One hand. One hand for the whole house. So it almost seems like this is like the Vatican City of Russia. Damn. It's a separate state within Russia, he adds. And in this state, there is a single irreplaceable Tsar, <coughs> Putin. Now, like with anything, there are two sides to every story. And it makes you wonder is this guy <coughs> close to right? Is he a complete whack job? Maybe one day we'll find out. Oh, I want to know. Is this paired with Dan Blazarian's place? Like, is it the other side of this? Because, like, every time I see his Instagram, it's like hot ass girl and like another big ass baller place. I don't know. Imagine if like Dan Blazarian had like a uh, had Elon Musk build a hyperloop to Putin's palace. Can you imagine if Putin was Elon Musk? <laughs> it was an oh. electronic Elon Musk. Can you imagine that? He's like the anti Elon Musk. <laughs> no, but if he was Elon Musk, it'd throw everybody off a scent and be like, and then he throw Dan Blazarian in there. Like hot ass chicks around. You don't even look at who who he is. It could be Putin with a big ass beard. <laughs> 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 Dan Blazaria Utin. <laughs> I don't know, man. I want to see what's going on at this place. I want to see satellite video. You know, people are like, yes, we've been analyzing this whole place for hours. So there's a video you can watch of this guy talking about it. And it's it's been watched 20 times within a day of its release. 20 million times, right? Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's so crazy. It talks about the interiors with ornate Italian furniture based on drawings that Navalny said were leaked by a contractor stunned and enraged by the luxurious decorations and the insane prices of the furnishings there were details a wine production cellar with classical music piped in 24 hours a day to help the vintages mature a hookah room with a pole dancing stage a tower to a sea lookout he's gotta have a pole dancing stage of course, an I underground like, yeah, ice hockey rink and UFC was the MMA like team MMA. I want that shit back. You know, team MMA is happening at that place. Oh, for sure, to the death though. Mm. With like bears jumping in there, like this, like tigers, like throw something in there. So, I underground ice hockey rink, two story theater, casino, and aqua discotheque. Aqua disco. Is that like auto? <laughs> Custom-made sofas for twenty-seven thousand dollars and tables costing up to fifty-six thousand dollars. Boom, boom! There you go. Beat that, Musk. What you Beat got? That there. You got. Goddamn! It must be it must be amazing being friends with Putin. Imagine like he's your buddy from school. And he's like, yes, come to Black Sea. We have party in my uh, in new hotel that is owned by state, not me, wink, wink. Yeah, right? There's got to be, like, jet skis. You know, like submarines and stuff, yeah. Oh, no, submarines. They're, like, on jet skis and, like, oh, you must stop now. And fucking submarine, like, emerges out of the fucking water. Like, there's got to be some crazy shit going on. Underground ice hockey rink and a discotheque. Dude, that underground ice hockey, you know... <sighs> I know they have curling on Fridays in Canada, and they have this underground like card games. Like, can you imagine the shit that goes on there? Like, there's gonna be like, you come, you play hockey, and we see who live, right? Like, do you walk out? Do you not walk out? How much money's wagered? Leaving a helicopter? Like, what's happening? All kinds of stuff is going down there. I want to know. Aqua discothèque. I mean, Jesus. So they have the hookah room with pole dancing stage. Were they like just like Submarining these ladies in here? Nobody leaves this place Live. You know how they say like, If Walls could talk, I'd really love to hear it Like the Aqua Discotheque I don't want to know what goes on in there The hockey rink, I want to know what's going down In that place. The casino I want to know what goes down See, there's there's certain areas I want to know Certain other areas I don't want to know Dude, I want to know everything about The Aqua Discotheque Dude, I think Trump's been there (laughs) i think obama's been there i think the bushes are in there i think the bushes have gone there as like father son team they're in there i think senior parachute in there last time Was that what does every year for his birthday or did when he was alive yeah i think obama like he stayed there for a while i i don't think biden was invited i don't know he might be now it's a damn shame but just saying i'm ready to go Aqua discotheque. I bet you there's a bunch of Bilderberg shit going on in that place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So if you ever want to know what to do for a career, how about go to Tokyo? There's a rental person who does nothing. He receives endless requests and gratitude. So a 37-year-old Tokyo man who says he rents himself out to other people to, quote, do nothing. He's been inundated with gratitude from Twitter users indicating people are happy with his new form of support. And he said he's glad to take a walk with someone while keeping a comfortable distance where we didn't have to talk, but we could if we wanted to, one user wrote. Another reflected, I had been slack about visiting the hospital, but I went because he came with me. So he's kind of just, he's the guy that's there for you. For a price. Yeah. For a price. So Soji Morimoto has been advertising himself as a person who can eat and drink and give simple feedback, but do nothing more since June of 2018. So he's like a gigolo without the jiggle parts, right? So he's received over 3000 requests and has about 270,000 followers on Twitter, Twitter. Initially, he had offered his rent a person who does nothing services for free, but now he charges ten thousand yen, roughly ninety-six dollars per request. So people rent him for various reasons. At times he will participate in gaming in a gaming session to make up numbers, turn up to send off people who are moving away, accompany those find a divorce, or listen to healthcare workers who have become mentally unwell due to their exhausting work. So he commits to do nothing and basically just gives back channel feedback when someone speaks to him. So this is very weird, kind of creepy, but kind of good, kind of sad. Well, my man's getting paid. Getting paid, getting paid. If anyone has this need in a ski town... If you want to rent a person to kind of hang out with you on the chairlift, you can let us know. You can rent we, us out. We, we can be rented. We have a price, and it is not. But that we will high. do nothing. We will do nothing. We will just ski, hang out. That's we what will we ski, do hang out. We will just be there. We we'll be there. Preference. You ski, we're there. Your apre, we're there. You're What's sleeping. This? we're not there i'm sleeping in my own place <laughs> we will be there and we'd prefer you paid our tab but we will no no, no. that's a given they pay our tab we will offer you very little but we will we will be there for you i'll be there just be there see one lady he <laughs> she went on an undercover visit to a women's adult entertainment establishment for her job he listened to me without shaming me about going to the adult entertainment shop. It felt like a support to just have him by my side without forcing his opinions on me. We can be wow. that for you. And one more story to end this. So, do you have a theme song? So what was it? It was, I'll be there for you. That's a Bon Jovi song, right? There it is. So yes, to wrap it up, Columbia's... Oh, yeah. Cocaine hippos must be culled, scientists say, but not everyone agrees. Uh oh. Not sure if you knew this or not, but there is a hippopotamus problem in Colombia. Damn, who ever knew? Uff, I never would have known. Those are first world problems, just saying yeah. Colombia. It's good. You know, it's good to have this problem. Do you know why there's a hippopotamus problem in Colombia? No, Columbia. why? Potimus are not native to Colombia. There was a gentleman named Pablo Escobar back in the 80s and 90s. I don't you see the same guy in the Netflix like like narcos kind of thing, Pablo Escobar and the two Escobars and the he is uh he was, <laughs> was he notorious. He was a chemist. Yeah, he's he notorious, was, right? Like not notorious B. A. G. and not notorious. He was just a dude a lot of cocaine. Yeah. And he had a private zoo because, you know, if you were why rich, not? Why not, right? What are you going to do with your extra illegal money that you can't spend? Yeah. Buy some animals and make a zoo. He brought hippopotamuses to his private zoo and they have successfully bred and now there is concern over their environmental impact and human safety according to a new study by researchers at Mexican and Colombian universities. The hippos have spread out from their original home some 100 miles east of the city of Medellin in the Antigua Department, dispersing around the Magdalena River Basin as their population continues to grow steady. Hmm. So back in the 80s, Escobar imported one male and three female hippos to join his menagerie. Aww. I mean, that one male hippo must be like, this is awesome. The little hippo. Upon his death, other species of exotic animals were relocated, but the hippos were left because they were difficult to capture and transport, according to the study. Dude, I'm looking all fucking, like, online right now, and they're saying hippos are aggressive and considered very dangerous. They're like the most dangerous animals to humans. They're up there, right? They're like one of the most dangerous. I didn't yeah. know they were dicks. Yeah. Hippos began to spread in the surrounding area, but government efforts to cull them were halted after a public outcry. A Damn. sterilization campaign was begun instead, but it was done little to slow the hippos' progress. From 2011 to 2019, four males were castrated and two females were sterilized, but this does not seem to have an important impact on reproduction, according to the study. Researchers say there are probably more than 80 hippos in the area today, up from 35 in 2012. And they worry that the hippos will continue to spread throughout Colombia if no action is taken. So all I'm seeing on, on the internet is they're actually saying hippos more dangerous than line. And they're saying it's basically like think about pigs, right? Think about feral pigs. Think about pig bomb. And think about a hippo in the mix, right? Like they're fucking giant and they're aggressive and they will run pretty fast, track people down and just eat you. Yeah. Oh, well, but they say hippos do not eat meat. So I guess they just chew you up and they'll leave you there. Oof. Yeah. Damn. That seems like an awesome long-term move if you don't like somebody. It's like, imagine like you have a neighbor you hate. there throw a couple of hippos in their yard. <laughs> Damn! I don't know where these hippos came from. I got a site where a hippo is like eating an alligator. Dude, they are no joke. Oh, not even an alligator. Even worse, a Nile crocodile. Holy shit, my oh boy! So, well, so we, we got- have alligators down in Florida. They're freshwater. Crocodiles are the. They have a problem with them in Australia. Yeah. So they need more hippos. Yeah, and the hippos eat them. This is like that old-school Bugs Bunny cartoon where there's a mouse in the room. And they send up the cat.
1: You got a problem with the cat?
0: Send up the dog. Problem with exactly. the dog? Send up the lion. Problem with the lion? Send them the elephant. Then you have problem a with the elephant? Hippo dude, if you hate anybody, just put hippos there. That's the hey. solution. Again, dude, hippos. it changes changes the meaning for that game, Hungry, Hungry Hippos. Yeah. That's like terrifying rather than like... Yeah. How'd that become a how that become a fun game for kids? I don't know. Look we'll at the hippo to eat the ball. It's great, but like, the ball could have been a person. <laughs> uh, there's a great quote in here. It says, "Though sterilizing hippos is no easy task, you hear about these things—how giant and nasty they are. Like, could you imagine trying to like cut its balls off?" <laughs> That's dude, you game. gotta do it a fucking samurai sword. Just, just a fucking rocket launcher at the sink. Like, you know what my specialty is? Cutting hippo dicks off. Just fucking... <laughs> what like, I do. Uh, dude, that could be like a new version of Jaws. You have like the Quint, the Quint <laughs> character. Y'all know what I do. we are gonna need a big car to get the hippo. <laughs> Y'all know me. Y'all know what I do. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson as the hippo castrator. No, I think Hugh Jackman. How about both hippo. of them? Hippo. Hugh Castrator. Jackman and Samuel Jackson. Jack Jackson and Jackman. Jack Jacks. Jack Jack. The Jack Jacks Jack, the, on this. The Jack Jacks on it. So if you guys are listening, let us know. We got a lot of ideas for this hippo cutting balls off. Like. Or, or make it a reality show, like a, or a game show. Like how a superhero. many superhero. How many hippos can you castrate? Dude, that's a marvel superhero, like what do you do? Do you fight crime? No no, I cut hippo balls off <laughs> my My hand is specifically shaped to castrate a male hippo. It's kind of like family guy where they like the the radioactive truck crashes into the house and they all get superpowers, and like Meg has like the nails that go like from here to there oh, that's yeah, it yeah. everybody else has all these crazy superpowers, like at some point, there's a lot of super people, but yeah, maybe you don't have great superpowers, right? Or it's like like the shitty X Men. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and like the, instead of being in the big fancy mansion, they're in like the shed in the back. I like the Z Men, shitty X Men, shitty X Men, Z Men. I think Z Men. There you go. All right. Well, that's away hey, from wrap. those hippos, everybody. <laughs> that's right. Cocaine hippos. Watch out. I think yeah, they man. should make hippos high on cocaine on ski areas. Where you're skiing down and they just run at you. It's probably the worst idea ever. It's it's horrible, but awesome. Or if you you gotta earn your trust, literally earn your (laughs) trust. Or if you attach like the snow cat back to one of them, coke them up and have them go up and down the hill. Snow cat have a different meaning, right? Groom it up. up for you got protected species like snow cats, like snow tigers, live on your reservation. Just get everything from Lion King put it on the mountain and be like you have like the report you have like the snow report and then you have like the the animal report like (laughs) don't go on don't go on that black diamond because there's there's been two links in a in a tiger scene over there they're hungry Jurassic Park that's right that's where you let somebody go first like oh hey with a bunch of people why don't you go first because I'm gonna see what happens all right well, that wraps up this madness. Thank you so much for listening. Check us out, SkiBumPodcast.com. We are on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at SkiBumPodcast. Send us an email, ski bum podcast at gmail.com. Rate and follow us on your favorite podcasting apps. Thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it. We'll talk to you guys next week. Stay high, stay polluting. See ya.